0: Welcome to Let's Get Real, a podcast brought to you by Brittany Taylor, who shares reflections and experiences from her own unique life. General themes of the podcast thus far include natural pregnancy and healthy alternative living. The main aim of Brittany's shares is to speak from a place of open authenticity with a desire to inspire you to tap into and live more of your own unique truth, whatever that may look like for you. All are welcome here. It is an honor to be sharing in this journey together. (sighs) Hey beauties, it's Brittany. Today, I'm going to be recording a pregnancy update a pretty casual one although I did take some notes I um, I'm about 21 weeks pregnant right now I will be as of tomorrow and it is gosh January whoo 19th 18th January 18th 2019 I haven't made a podcast since I think the last one I put out was at 16 weeks and I've been really excited to check back in to do an update and also to share some other things. I've been taking notes on some podcasts I want to record so there will be more coming out and also life has been really full. So maybe I'll start by sharing a quick life update and then share about some pregnancy updates and I might take some pauses as I do this because I'm feeling pretty nauseous, actually, and exhausted right now. Um, And also, I've tried resting and sleeping and it's, yeah, for the last hour and a half and it's not really coming and I actually find that sitting up is feeling less nauseating than lying down. And it sounds like it would feel really relieving to vomit. However, that's not coming either. So I might just pause and keep recording after that if I feel like I need to take a moment. Or I might just like take a moment here with you. So I'd love to start with a life update on what's been going on for me. So I'm still in Chiang Mai, Thailand. I've been here... Wow, about a month and a half a little longer than a month and a half and I come here every year Connor and I come here every year and we generally come to live for a month and then the second month we during most of it we put on a retreat and then a public festival so we finished up the retreat which was six days long that ended a few days ago and now we're almost halfway through the public festival of meetups which the retreat had about 24 people and the public festival of meetups I mean at the biggest meetup so far we had about 100 people um, and the smallest has been 60 so it's been pretty exciting it's also been a full (laughs) last week plus actually much more than that because really ever since we got into January, I've been kind of full on in retreat and festival prep mode, which just takes a lot of my time and energy. And I love that. It's totally my choice. And I love doing that. I love these events. And I love caring for all the people who come to them. And also, I feel a bit run down, which... Honestly, that happens every year for this event so far and for other events I do too, like the Woodstock Fruit Festival. However, to be to be honest, this year has been the best so far. I feel like my self-care has been the highest and I feel like I was reflecting with Connor and we both felt like at the end of a retreat, we've never felt so like rejuvenated and restored and not overwhelmed and closer to ourselves and closer to each other so it feels like a total win and and also you know it makes sense that we're putting out a lot of energy and sometimes you just end up really exhausted so that's where I'm at I haven't been sleeping that well the last few nights and I think that's really catching up with me The nights before that, I'd say like the four nights prior to that, I was sleeping really well at the retreat house, and it's about 20 minutes outside of the city, and now we're back at our apartment, which is in the city, and I'm really noticing the difference instead of being in like a really nice home in nature, next to a river, feeling much more grounded I am, yeah, back in the city with the sounds of the city and also just like the feel of it. I can feel the energy of it and I'm sure there's also like all types of waves going through the air too with electricity and Wi-Fi and etc. I have found that my nausea so far in pregnancy seems to be very much linked to exhaustion. So it doesn't surprise me that I'm feeling quite nauseous Right this moment, and have been on and off for the last few days uh, because I'm quite exhausted. So, that's a little update on stuff that's been going on. I think it, it feels important to mention too that prior to that, I like this month here, it's just been really full with work and creation. I finished up creating my jealousy program, Healing Jealousy, which I've been working on for about a year and a half. And it's currently being edited, and then I'm going to get it up online and out into the world, which is so exciting. So that was a big push. And just some other business projects and video creation. And the other thing is just kind of like personal relationships, and specifically, um, yeah, kind of like a really in-depth relationship that's been going on for a couple months with a lover and just the unfoldings of that and yeah i i'm still processing that um they were in chiang mai and they're not here now and just felt like a lot of different shifts and a lot of different energy moving through that relationship and the relationship that this person has also shared with me and connor and Yeah, that stuff, I care so much. And I felt a lot about it. And I feel like now I have a little more spaciousness from that relationship. And then I'm also still involved in this event. So I'm not necessarily processing it fully. Although I'm noticing just... I'm just noticing. I'm noticing that that has been energetically straining I think I want to say not always easily flowing and and that's okay that doesn't mean it's a bad relationship I think relationships can take that form at different times and also yeah as I'm reflecting on it here I'm acknowledging that I think that has also been something that I've felt kind of stressed about (sighs) okay so that's the mini update on my life and where I'm at and now I really want to get into pregnancy updates so thanks for sticking around for that whole intro okay I think maybe the most exciting thing that I want to start with is something that has been like it it happened in its most full expression today and I'll explain that I'll just explain that now so basically my breasts I'm sure I've talked about them a little bit they are just so full they have really more than doubled in size I want to say they've tripled in size although I recognize that might be embellishing a little bit uh, in the truth and I want to be quite accurate so let's just say they are very large and very heavy compared to what they were and (laughs) they feel so full and also they (laughs) have been working. they're. I, I feel like they're overachievers and they seem to already be producing colostrum. What I'm imagining is colostrum um, because I've seen it and today was really amazing. So I'd say for well, maybe a month now, maybe even longer, I'll be able to sort of like when I wake up in the morning see that there's like crusties like really really small crusties in the middle of my nipple just showing me that there has been some secretion happening and that I can yeah I can just tell that there's my nipples have been secreting things which is so cool and and just amazing and the whole shape and form of my nipples has changed oh and they're so sensitive I'm touching them as I'm talking about this and that's like an error because I get so turned on touching them, which is totally fine, but I want to stay really focused while I talk about this colostrum and how cool it is. So this morning, I just like pressed on my breasts, like kind of squeezed them really softly and colostrum came out and it was so exciting. It was like actually kind of whitish at first and then more like uh, like an orangish, tinge, yellowish, um which is seems to be quite common as I've read about and this isn't the first time it's happened however it is the first time it's happened so easily I was able to do that without it hurting (laughs) I'll explain that in a second and I was so excited and I called Connor into the room and I I was able to like keep doing it and getting more out it's just incredible I mean I'm just over halfway through my pregnancy and my breasts it feels like they are just ready to go so the first time this happened was maybe two weeks ago that sounds about right and Connor and I were engaging in some sort of sex play trying to think I feel like I was uh, yeah he was on top of me because I can picture it now and he's been really obsessed with my breasts and he just has been like really wanting to squeeze them and I just (laughs) keep telling him I'm like oh my god they're so sensitive like that's too hard or like it's just shocking how delicate they feel and how softly I generally want them to be touched and he just voiced like oh like I'm really trying to be gentle and I think he was and I think they're just really really um sensitive and then at like some point like five minutes later I was just like really turned on and I just said like fuck it, just squeeze them, like I just really wanted to feel that, and I wanted to, like I could feel his holding back, and I just really wanted to experience it, and he did squeeze them for a second, he said he squeezed him. he felt like 30%, and then I was like, oh, stop, that's so intense, and then oh, we looked down, and there were these two huge globs of colostrum, one that had come out of each of my nipples, and it was just like so fucking sexy that's how it felt yeah that's just amazing oh my gosh I could talk about that for a while but I am going to move on well let me just talk about since we're in the sexy zone let me talk about sex drive yeah my sex drive so far during like this let's call it the second trimester of my pregnancy has been high a lot of the time like yeah I feel turned on right now it's it's quite common that I just feel turned on and then also there are times like days at a time where I won't feel that way where I'll feel more inward and I mean I feel inward now and aroused but like there will be times where I feel very much like I don't want to connect with anyone or even myself sexually and I'm not turned on so it varies however overall I'd feel very aroused and I would say I'm trying to compare it to like before pregnancy and it feels like yeah this would be like a really horny time during my cycle it would be like during the fertile phase of my cycle right right before and around ovulation and maybe you followed me on Instagram and seen the times where I posted in the middle of the night like yeah I'm ovulating and I just want to like have sex with multiple people like just feel like totally insatiable desire for sexual connection and it feels similar to that but I would say I feel more aroused and not so much desiring to connect with a lot of people sexually just feeling like really strong sexual urges and really I just feel very sensual and very turned on very aroused and i just i find myself feeling slightly frustrated that i don't have our plethora of sex toys here because right now for example i'm having a really nice afternoon of self time and i have such a desire to make love with myself and i just don't feel like i i can i totally can i don't need toys and also like it just sounds really nice and easier especially given that i'm exhausted and I want a little help from my friends so yeah I didn't bring them to Thailand we don't bring them to Thailand since they're illegal here and we had a situation a couple years back getting stopped as we went into Bali which we made a YouTube video about you can check out so sex drive it's been high um okay moving on to let's talk about body changes yeah so since my last update which was at 16 weeks so that's like about a month ago my belly has definitely popped yeah just continued popping I feel like it's pretty I mean I feel like it's very clear that I'm pregnant now of course given the right outfit if you didn't know me you probably wouldn't just come up and say hey congratulations because you don't always know with people um, but I can really tell that I'm very much popping and very much pregnant. And my body looks and feels very different to me. It's been an interesting journey with all that. I've also been really blown away by how much it changes throughout the day. I tend to feel really full at night. like Regardless of how I go to bed um, after, like if I ate Recently before going to bed or not at all if I'm feeling full or not something about um, the, Maybe what my body's doing when I sleep or relax while I'm laying down or the position I'm Not exactly sure but I feel very full in my abdomen And when I wake up in the middle of the night to pee, I feel like I am very full I'm my womb is very much pressed out and other organs feel that way as well so like my stomach feels pressed out my small intestines feel like pressed out I just feel really full and sometimes that'll continue into the the morning sometimes like it'll go down after I pee sometimes it seems to go down and I'll feel less full and like physically look less uh, pregnant after I eat a little bit which is a weird thing too and Yes, and after exercise, I definitely, definitely notice, like, I look less pregnant. I think, you know, I've been activating my muscles more, so things are maybe a little tighter. Yeah, there's just so much variation. It's kind of blowing my mind how different I can look from not just day to day, but actually, like, hour to hour. It's incredible. I'm just taking a sip of water here. Um, yeah, I've been really thirsty lately, feel like water is just tasting like the best thing in the world to me. Food has been feeling like, meh, I don't feel like in general in pregnancy, I've been loving food. I, I yeah, I just, yeah, I do. I don't know what else to say. It feels like I'm always kind of looking for what sounds best for me and my body or what's not going to feel nauseating, but I don't tend to have like a huge appetite or feel really excited to eat food. It's, I think I'm really sensitive and I've always been that way to like things that are going on within my abdominal cavity and there's so much shifting and movement happening and that just tends to, I tend to feel nauseous with that even if it's on a subtle level and when I feel that I don't feel hungry. So that's been interesting. Um, I know some people say that they feel super ravenous especially during their second trimester where it's common to gain about a pound a week. It's common to be eating about 350 more calories a week a general thought from what I understand like of all the sources I've compared and the people I've talked to and like yeah general thing that might resonate with you or you may have a different thing in mind but it seems to be like the amount of calories that the average body needs for the first trimester is about 90 calories more Than the baseline for that person, Um, about 350 calories more during the second trimester, and then 450 during the third trimester, and I just really honestly have felt like, I don't know, I'm probably eating a little more than I was before getting pregnant, but it's not a huge amount more, and I don't feel like I need to have a bunch more, and so it's feeling... Yeah, that's been interesting. Haven't been having huge cravings or anything, and I'm not feeling ravenous. So that's my little food journey. Um, okay, I want to talk about connecting with Jaja. I am i don't know if I shared that with, with Jaja with you last week. I mean, gosh, last podcast episode or not. But I will right now because... <laughs> It was slipping out so much that Connor and I just decided to share with the world that we call our baby Jaja and we have for years and that's a nickname from a name that we were originally gonna name them and I'm not gonna share that name because it's still quite similar to the name that we have chosen for them and some people um, have asked what I mean when I say them they're like are you having more than one child and it just using a gender-neutral pronoun because we're not sure well because a we're not sure of their sex and b we don't have a desire to raise them with any sort of um, specified gender so i will definitely do a podcast on that because we've had a lot of questions on that but for now if i say jaja i'm talking about the sweet soul inside my womb and if i say them i'm referring to jaja so oh yeah and i spell it j-a-j-a so like in spanish it's haha <laughs> okay so connecting with jaja i just feel like i can't get enough of it i spend so much time connecting with them whether that be physically putting my hands on my womb that's really common or talking to them out loud talking to them without verbalizing just connecting with them and talking to them within like internally we do that a lot I feel like Jaja and I are just connecting with each other all day long and it's so special anytime that I especially anytime I lay down put my hands on my womb and mentally check in with them and like just ch- chat with them They start moving and it's amazing like I mean they're probably always moving, but they move to the point where I can feel them And it's so exhilarating and so exciting and I really feel Their love of my attention of Connor's attention and also of other people's attention Which has been so amazing to experience So I was at this retreat that we put on this past week and people were really eager to feel my belly and i was so excited for people to be able to connect with jaja there was so much loving energy there and i really felt them feeling it inside of me they were moving frequently like just while i was going about my day or during particularly moving parts of the retreat and then there were just like some really sweet times where A person in particular would want to touch my belly and I would have them come over and I would lay down and I just like invited them to put their hands on my womb and to connect with Jaja in whatever the way they wanted and to like talk to them internally so not out loud so it could be private between the two of them and Jaja would just move every time like so much particularly with this one person it just felt so nurturing and and so special I feel like for both of them so that's been absolutely amazing they tend to move also a lot at night so in these nights where I haven't been sleeping so great sometimes I just wake up and I can like feel it's not like I'm not getting right back to sleep right away and I just instead Just hang out with Jaja, put my hands on my womb, feel them making all sorts of movements and that feels really fun. (laughs) Okay, I'm just taking a look at my notes because I wanna talk about all these things I wrote down and recognizing I could have organized them in a bit more of a linear way. So sorry for skipping around a bit. While we are kind of talking about sleeping right now, I wanted to mention that I've been sleeping on my side for a while now, months I'd say, um with a pillow between my knees that sort of comes up under my womb as well and then sometimes I cuddle another smaller smaller pillow more with my arms that's all been an interesting adjustment for me because I before this really preferred to sleep on my belly sleeping on my back feels pretty hard for me kind of inaccessible, hard to like fall asleep in that way. Although I know I could, but it's just not one of my natural practices. And sleeping on my side was something I've sort of develop, developed more of in the last year, um, especially because I was having some neck pain and thinking like, okay, I'm, yeah, the way I'm sleeping is probably not helping that. So I did do some work to become more familiar with sleeping on my side but not a ton it's always felt so comforting to sleep on my belly and I was able to even with Jaja for a while and then yeah ever since we've been in Thailand it just hasn't felt right so I've been sleeping on my side cuddling a pillow (sighs) yeah sorry just looking over my notes oh in terms of people have been asking me like how have i been feeling throughout my pregnancy have i been getting any sort of like physical symptoms so i know i've mentioned the nausea besides the nausea and exhaustion which i think is really just based on my lifestyle when i'm pushing myself too much i feel nauseous and exhausted and when i take all the rest and time that i need i don't um i haven't been feeling uncomfortable in my body in any other ways really oh besides that full feeling and the, the the sensations in my breasts, um, I'll sometimes get like a shooting sensation. I guess like a, it's kind of painful, it's not that painful, but a tenderness and sort of a shooting. So, okay, those are all the those are all sort of the sensations I've had. However, compared to some of the things that I've read about what could be common, During these times of pregnancy, I feel like so grateful that I'm not experiencing so many other things that I know some other people do, like back pain or um, restless leg stuff or whatever else people might get. And I had a real uh, sort of like contrasting experience and a dose of gratitude around that last week. It happened twice where I did sort of feel this pain in my back. Like just discomfort and kind of compression and just like, oh, this doesn't feel good. I feel sore. I feel tired in my back. And I realized it's because on both of those days I had been sitting quite a bit. One of them was because I was prepping for the retreat and had a lot of computer stuff to do. And I generally space it out and I will do yoga and sort of like... Work in pigeon pose on the ground and have all sorts of tricks for it, and don't tend to be on the computer for an extended period of time while I'm sitting. But I was on this day, and I, yeah, just like I like to sit cross legged while I do that. And man, yeah, I really noticed at the end of the day my back was hurting a little bit. Then I think it was a few days later, it was the first day of the retreat, and I didn't do yoga that morning, and then I was in the Songtau, which is like this covered truck cab that's a collective taxi uh, sitting in the back seat just so like the seated position would be like a normal seated in chair position and I was in that position for a really long time with all the collective amount of time I spent in the taxi in the Songtau. and oh my gosh yeah the next day I just felt like really sore in my back And just felt like man I don't know how anybody who works at a desk and is sitting all day is feeling comfortable in their body during pregnancy or ever really I'm sure or I imagine so that was interesting to feel and when that came up for me I as soon as I noticed it I just realized like okay I yeah it's time to stop what I'm doing and to get into my body And um, forward folds specifically helped so much I really just like the first the second time I hung out in a forward fold for I don't know just a few minutes like a standing hanging forward fold and that was basically all it took to relieve that back compression although I did continue on to do some more yoga some seated forward folds and I did some hip stretches like some low lunges with some twists and some down dogs and just kind of moved around and danced a little bit and just got back in my body and connected with myself again. Overall, I feel like I've had ample time to feel gratitude for the freedom I've set myself up with in my life to be able to choose the the activities I want to be doing throughout this whole pregnancy. And It's so, like, this is as extreme as it gets. It's like, oh, I'm running an event, and I don't have as much time to put towards my self-care as I want, and I still have so much more than most people have. I'm not working eight-hour days. I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing so many things that I think are typical, like sitting in a car, uh, sitting at a desk, being on my feet, you know, and walking in shoes like just I don't know there are so many regular activities that people do in their daily life that I think cause a lot of I think that they're really exhausted by the end of the day anyway and then being pregnant on top of that I just have so much compassion for everybody who's doing that and feel so much gratitude that I have set myself up for the lifestyle that I have and that right now like I can really at any moment just (laughs) I can get in the bath or I can be naked or I can stretch and do yoga I can just take care of myself in the way that I feel like mm, my being is really calling for and that goes beyond just the physical needs I feel like it's my emotional needs too. Being able to honor my needs feels so important now more than ever. My needs are very much close to the surface and very connected to them. My emotions are strong. My hormones are shifting. You know, I feel like my body is primed to give me really strong signals for how to take care of my being, which encompasses this other being that is so important to me. And I just wonder how people do this that don't feel like they have as much freedom in their lives or they're, they're taking care of multiple things and feel like they can't always meet the needs that, that they have or even tap into what those needs may be at any given moment. And I feel so much compassion for them and how, how pregnancy could feel at times for them going off of that and my needs I man I feel like acro acrobatics is really a need of mine Connor and I have a partner acrobatics practice and the last two weeks we haven't done as much acro because he hurt his back um, kind of like a couple months ago just picking up somebody at ecstatic dance and that back pain has come and gone and it's been around for the last couple weeks and I just right now don't feel comfortable doing acro with anyone else And Connor and I have like modified our practice and know just just what feels so right for us so I don't want to mess around with any of that so I have missed acro a lot and then the last few days we've been doing it together again and it feels so good not just to be doing it because I love it so much but also because it feels so good in my body it's amazing how much I get out of it how much I get out of it in so many realms and oh gosh, there's so many benefits. I feel like the way I stretch and strengthen and it helps improve my digestion and it helps move energy through my body. There's just, yeah, it's such a benefit in my life and I've really missed it. I'm so grateful to be doing it again. I've also been doing more calisthenics in the last few days, which feels good as well, which I feel like with retreat prep being so strong, I wasn't doing it quite as much. There's something I didn't mention that was, was really interesting. I don't, I don't think I mentioned this in the last podcast. Although I feel like I talked about it somewhere. Anyway, if I did, I'm sorry to be redundant. But I believe it was actually about three weeks ago. Two weeks? Three weeks ago, maybe. Maybe around 18 weeks. I got really sick. I had... I actually vomited twice in this day and that was the first time I've actually vomited during pregnancy I've had a lot of nausea but it tends to take me a lot to vomit and I did and it was so relieving and also so intense and I just had been feeling nauseous all day maybe even a couple of days and it felt so much better to do that I asked Connor for some self time and he gave me the space We had like 24 hours of self-time, which also felt very helpful. I ran a bath. I sipped on water very gently. I slept a lot um, and kind of like took it easy for a couple of days. And I feel like it was kind of another wave of space clearing and my body and being asking me to slow down and make space for all of that. (laughs) This really amusing thing happened. Um, I kind of want to give you like a TMI warning, but... Honestly, like, I imagine this whole podcast series could use one of those. So, I'm just going for it. I hope I, yeah, I hope it all feels good. Feels so good to share. Um, so yeah, when I was vomiting, I didn't make it all the way to the bathroom. I like was laying with Connor, and I was just like, I really wanted to cry. And I couldn't quite cry because it was feeling like a lot of effort and not actually relieving to cry because I had a headache and I was making it worse. And anyway, I was just saying over and over, like, I just wish I could puke because it sounds like it would be so relieving. And as I was saying that, it was like I was reaffirming it to my body and my body was like, yeah, we can do that. And I just like that sensation came on really strong and really fast. And it was like, oh, gosh, I have to puke now. And I had a bag by my bed because I thought that might come up, but I really wanted to make it to the bathroom and I didn't. So I just made it like almost to the door out of the bedroom and then just like sort of crumpled onto the floor and was like, oh God, I'm going to puke right here. And I did. I started puking into the bag and then like a couple of heaves in as I was puking, like synchronized with each hurl, I like shot pee out of me. So each time I would puke, I would also pee and I just like couldn't stop it. It was so interesting and it seemed to happen like towards the end of each cycle and it was just like really funny feeling and Connor brought something over to me I think it was like a towel or something which I think he intended for like I don't know my face or the floor but I just put it like right around my crotch because I realized I was like squirting pee all over our floor and it was hilarious like such a funny real thing to have happening mid puke Uh yeah I don't know if like how hilarious it is is coming through but like watching it like really shoot out of me this urine like strongly shoot out of me was hilarious and it happened again later when i was vomiting and like man that just makes sense given everything that was contracting and how squished my bladder is anyway right now in my abdominal cavity uh that was amusing (sighs) okay looking over and i feel like i'm kind of coming to the end of my notes I'll mention a couple other things that have been going on for me pregnancy-related. I've been soaking up yeah, just so many podcasts, so many online resources, so many books on pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. I've been super intrigued with postpartum. feels like an incredibly important time, and I've been loving learning about it. I listen to a lot of indie birth podcasts, um, also sometimes listen to the birth stories from the Free Birth Society, I did the indie birth course, it's like a five-part course that Marin and Margot did, and then they also recently just put out this 13 Moons new course, so I just started that, which is really exciting as well. I've been reading Gentle Birth, Gentle Mothering, and Orgasmic Birth. Those are the two books I brought with me to Thailand. And then just like researching stuff on the side. And it's all feeling amazing. And I'm really recognizing how much like there's so many resources and so many things I want to read and listen to. And I'm, I feel like I am finding a nice balance between doing a lot of that and then also letting that go and more going inward and connecting with myself and recognizing I just can't read every single book I want to before Jaja comes and that's okay like I feel like I feel totally prepared like I feel like it could be the time now it could be three plus months from now now three what am I who am I getting four and a half months basically it could be our time to birth mine and Jaja's like our labor time and birth and I'd be totally ready right now and also I'm so grateful to have all the time still um, because I'm really enjoying this this process speaking of which I guess another thing that's been on my mind is like seeing how much I have expanded and I don't know how much bigger like with any sort of number I am yet. I know it's common to gain around a pound a week during this part of pregnancy. I don't know how much I've gained. I'm going to weigh myself again when I go back to Austin at the end of my second trimester, but I just feel like much more full. And it's crazy to me that I'm only halfway through and like, I'm just going to keep expanding. I feel like, whoa, I'm going to be so pregnant which I know I am pregnant and that's what happens and it really makes sense and also for parts of me it's just totally crazy still so that's always sinking in on new levels and new ways and like the physical part of it is very real all the time man I actually think that those are all of my notes so it's probably a great place to leave it oh I did have a couple other ones. Oh yeah, well, I'm about 40 minutes right now and I just wanted to share about kind of what's coming up next for me. So that feels like a really nice way to close things out. I have about, let's see, 10, 10 more days, 11 more days here in Chiang Mai, which feels just about right. I'm feeling like the air quality is like getting a little worse in the city from the fumes and burning seasons going to start soon and I'm feeling ready to transition and also grateful to be soaking up the rest of my time here with the festival with a lot of people I love like friends, friends, loved ones, lovers um, just the Thai massage Thai massage therapist. I think I'm over Thai food this happens every year you know around this time it happened early for me this year because I Started eating Thai food before I came, which was probably not the smartest thing. But, man, being nauseous and pregnant, I just, like, ate whatever without really thinking. No, I did think that might be an error, and I just didn't care. So, yeah, um, I digress. I'm grateful. I still feel like I have so much I enjoy soaking up in the next 10 days. One of those things is Connor's birthday, and he's... kind of as a birthday gift to himself rented this amazing space and just wants me to go along with him and be there with him all day and all night and celebrate his birthday so that will be fun I'm excited to do some special things for him like give him a massage and yeah make really sweet love to him and I'll probably go to the market in the morning and get him flowers and write him something sweet and I don't know I'm really looking forward to that it'll be his 35th birthday so that's super special Um, and then what's coming up next on January 29th we fly back to the States we're going to California for about eight days we're going to hang out with Connor's family while we sort of move the jet lag through our system Be with his mom and dad, and then I'd say five days into our trip there, his sister and her family, and his brother and his brother's partner are going to arrive, and we'll have a few days with them. Then we go, they live like a few hours north actually, just like an hour north of Santa Barbara, you could say, so a few hours north of LA. And then we'll spend about a day and a half at the end of our time in Cali in LA. We have this cool interview on um someone new's youtube channel that like somebody reached out to us so that will be fun we're going to visit some friends from the santa monica acro community and then we fly back to austin around i think it's like february 7th or something and then we are going to be back in the apartment space that we had rented before we left through airbnb we're renting that same space again and actually we're doing a long-term rental which it's just been so... But actually, I've never done that. Connor and I have never done that together. The longest we've stayed in a place, I want to say, is it's usually about two to three months. But I think once we stayed in Austin for four months uh, when we were living in our RV and then once when we were living in another apartment through Airbnb. So this is going to be a 10-month rental and we're just so looking forward to it. I'm so excited to ground... I'm excited to have my third trimester in Austin and like to just be pregnant to finish up some projects I'm going to finish up the jealousy workbook program. I'm going to sort of Jealousy workbook program That is not what I call it anymore The healing jealousy program I'm going to sort of revamp The com website um, And a couple other smaller projects And then I'm really going to sort of yeah not take on any sort of new projects we're not doing any events the rest of the year I'm just going to create more and more space to be pregnant and dive into that journey and to prepare for jaja in all these really fun ways I'm so looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to be ground to being grounded in one space in Austin which I just really really love so that's what's on the horizon for me For all of us yeah and that's my 21 week update hope that you enjoyed it just about 45 minutes if you want to check out more stuff about pregnancy and birth like if you have questions for me actually if you have questions for me you can totally email me directly at maybe the best email is connorandbrittany at gmail.com c-o-n-o-r-a-n-d-b-r-i-t-t-a-n-y at gmail.com because that's the same website I have all the pregnancy and birth stuff so if you want to see a lot of my answers to commonly asked questions I have I get and then see also resources I recommend you can go to conorandbrittany.com slash pregnancy hyphen and hyphen birth And all of that stuff is linked in the description box for this podcast. Thank you so much for being here. This has been a really fun one to record. I look forward to seeing or seeing to uh, checking in with all of you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for holding this space. Sending you so much love. Bye.